Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, August 24th. U.S. equities posted modest gains amid some palpable caution ahead of this week's key Fed symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. In economic news, durable goods orders for July were mostly better than forecasted, and mortgage applications declined for the second straight week, while pending home sales fell by a smaller amount than expected. On the earnings front, shares of Nordstrom declined as disappointing guidance overshadowed a positive earnings surprise, while Toll Brothers also bested the street's estimates but lowered its outlook for deliveries. Meanwhile, shares of Peloton rallied after the company reached a deal to sell its products on Amazon. Treasury prices fell as yields gained ground and the U.S. dollar was flat, pausing in its run to fresh multi-decade highs. Crude oil prices traded higher and gold settled modestly to the upside. Europe finished mixed as inflationary concerns flared up in anticipation of the Fed symposium, and markets in Asia also diverged, with China leading the region in losses amid an energy crisis caused by a drought and following a disappointing earnings report. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 60 points, or 0.2%, to 32,969. The S&P 500 index increased 12 points, or 0.3%, to 4,141. And the NASDAQ Composite advanced 50 points, or 0.4%, to 12,432. In moderate volume, 3.6 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 3.8 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil rose $1.15 to $94.89 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $3.50 to $1,764.70 per ounce. And the dollar index was little changed at 108.60. In equity news on Wednesday, Nordstrom, ticker symbol JWN, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of 81 cents, slightly above FactSet's 80 cent estimate, as revenues rose 12% year-over-year to $4.1 billion above the $4 billion forecast. The department store chain stated, quote, while our quarterly results were consistent with our previous outlook, customer traffic and demand decelerated significantly beginning in late June, end quote. In response, Nordstrom noted that it would aggressively right-size its inventory and adjust expenses to align with recent trends and would invest in supply chain and merchandising capabilities aimed at boosting future growth. The company lowered its full-year guidance. Shares of Nordstrom fell. Toll Brothers, ticker symbol TOL, announced fiscal third quarter earnings per share of $2.35, north of the $2.30 fax at estimate, as revenues increased 1% year-over-year to $2.3 billion, below the predicted $2.5 billion reading. The nation's leading builder of luxury homes recognized a significant decline in demand that was caused by a sharp increase in mortgage rates, rising home prices, volatility in the markets, and macroeconomic uncertainty. Toll Brothers stated that while it achieved record third-quarter revenue and earnings, quote, 
Deliveries were below our guidance due to unforeseen delays with municipal inspectors, continued labor shortages and supply chain disruptions, as well as a softer demand environment, end quote. The company reaffirmed most of its full-year guidance, but lowered its guidance on the number of delivered homes. Toll Brothers traded higher. In other equity news, shares of Peloton Interactive, ticker symbol PTON, soared after the company reportedly reached a deal to sell its equipment and apparel on Amazon, ticker symbol AMZN. The exercise equipment and media company said the collaboration will allow it to expand its distribution network and make its products more accessible to prospective members. Second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books, and of the 478 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 63% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 76% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 14%, and earnings are 7.7% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, points out in her latest article titled Fade, Market Hits Resistance as Breath Waned. Now, the stock rally since mid-June has looked healthier from a breadth perspective, but low-quality leadership and deteriorating economic data have kept downside risks elevated. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page, as well as our latest article titled Stock Market Volatility Investors Nervously I Fed from the Schwab Center for Financial Research. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, Preliminary durable goods orders came in unchanged month over month during July, lower than the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 0.8% increase and versus June's unrevised 2% gain. Ex-transportation orders were up 0.3% month over month, topping forecasts, calling for a 0.2% advance and compared to June's unadjusted 0.4% rise. Orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for business spending, came in at a 0.4% rise, north of the 0.3% growth projection, and versus the prior month's unadjusted 0.7% gain. The MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 1.2% last week, following the prior week's decrease of 2.3%. The index fell for a second straight week as a 2.8% drop for the refinance index was accompanied by a 0.5% dip for the purchase index. The decrease came as the average 30-year mortgage rate jumped 20 basis points week over week to 5.65%, which is the highest reading in nearly a month and is up 262 basis points versus a year ago. In other housing news, pending home sales fell less than expected, decreasing by 1% month-over-month in July, versus estimates of a 2.6% decline and following June's downwardly revised 8.6% drop. Sales tumbled 22.5% year-over-year versus estimates of a 21.4% drop and on the heels of June's downwardly revised 20.1% fall. 
Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales as properties typically go under contract a month or two before they are sold. Treasuries have been choppy as of late, with the yield curve steepening recently but remaining decisively inverted. The markets have digested some cooler-than-expected inflation data, which followed a stronger-than-expected labor report grappling with the economic and monetary policy implications. The U.S. dollar has resumed a rally to new multi-decade highs. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab Market Perspective titled Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, And be sure to check out our latest edition of our Financial Decoder podcast titled When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. Treasury prices were lower with the yield on the two-year Treasury note up 12 basis points to 3.37%, while the yields on the 10-year note and the 30-year bond increased six basis points to 3.11% and 3.31% respectively. Tomorrow's economic calendar will hold initial jobless claims for the week ended August 20th, forecasted to show 252,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed. The second look of three at second quarter GDP is also slated for release, expected to be favorably revised to a quarter-over-quarter contraction of 0.7% from the initial 0.9% decline and personal consumption to be adjusted upward from the previous reading of a 1% quarter-over-quarter gain to a 1.5% rise. The GDP price index and the core PCE price index are both anticipated to remain at their respective quarter-over-quarter increases of 8.7% and 4.4%. Rounding out the docket will be the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index for August, with economists calling for a reading of 10 a slight decline from last month's 13 print, with a reading above zero denoting expansion in activity. In international news on Wednesday, European equities finished mixed as uncertainty carried over in the wake of yesterday's release of manufacturing and services data across the globe, which showed a decline in business activity. Inflationary pressures also continue to dampen the economic outlook as hawkish commentary from a European Central Bank official remained an overhang, while this week's upcoming key symposium from the Fed was also in focus. U.S. monetary policy has far outpaced the European Central Bank down the tightening path, and the euro continued to trade below parity with the U.S. dollar this week, hitting a two-decade low. The weak euro has exacerbated inflationary pressures through an increase in import expenses, particularly in energy, which is largely priced in dollars. The British pound also lost ground versus the U.S. dollar, and bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. continued to climb. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. 
Also, Jeff discusses in his latest article titled The End of Rate Hikes, how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news to investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.2%. France's CAC 40 index rose 0.4%. Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.2%. Spain's IBEX 35 index decreased 0.3%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.7% higher. Stocks in Asia ended the day mixed amid economic concerns following yesterday's releases of disappointing global PMI data that signified business activity has slowed. The global markets seem to be waiting in anticipation for the Fed's key symposium that will take place later this week and are grappling with the possibility of further tightening of monetary policies in North America headlined by the Fed, Europe, the UK and Australia. Greater China led the region in losses after a drought-stifled hydropower output, the country's largest source of clean energy, which is causing an energy crisis. Resulting from the lower energy output, many companies had to shut down factory production, further exacerbating declines in manufacturing that were primarily led by COVID-19 lockdowns. China's economy has slowed noticeably in the face of the COVID-induced lockdowns, and Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his article titled China's Yo-Yo Economy that its economy and stock market may remain volatile. Meanwhile, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations in September, of which China has expressed opposition. Further pressure on Chinese markets came as shares of XPENC, ticker symbol XPEV, fell sharply after the Chinese electric vehicle maker reported a larger-than-expected loss caused by supply chain disruptions and Shanghai's COVID-induced lockdown. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.5% with the yen soaring versus the U.S. dollar in anticipation for the Fed's Jackson Hole Symposium. The yen looks to be rallying from a sharp drop to multi-decade lows versus the greenback that began in March, as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. China Shanghai Composite Index fell 1.9% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index traded 1.2% lower. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index went down 0.1%, while Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index and South Korea's KOSPI Index increased 0.5%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will offer PPI from South Korea, second quarter GDP and the IFO Business Climate Index from Germany, as well as PPI from Spain.